Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. Hey, this is Sam from She Needs Grit Podcast, and I am here today to talk to you about ways you can build your business without social media. Now, just as a caveat, a little like, you know, notice, I'm a big believer in social media, and I think it's an amazing way to grow your business. But what I do know is that it is not the only way to grow your business. And so today I wanted to talk through four different ways that I have implemented in my own business and believe that you can implement in yours to grow your market, sell your product or your service, and make more money. So let's dive in. Okay, I'm going to start from the bottom up in my list because the big one I'm going to save till the end. It is my favorite and it is the thing that I do the most, but First off, I want to talk about podcast guesting. This is a strategy that I first was introduced to, well, I guess really when I started listening to podcasts, I realized people were being the guest on podcasts and I was listening to them. And then if I was interested, I was going to find that guest, right? I was tracking down their website or wandering onto their social media or doing something of that nature. So my brain being what it is thought, hmm, okay, if I was to start being a guest on podcasts, that would get me in front of audiences that I don't currently get in front of and be an introduction, right? It's kind of like a podcasting billboard in front of other people's audiences, like a completely different highway than what I'm currently on. And so this was something that I started looking at. I have for the last two years, maybe 18 months, have been investing in services to help me get booked on podcasts. And before that, and kind of organically, I have also had opportunities to be a guest on podcasts in that way. I'm going to give you just a very high level. Here are three things that might make you consider podcast guesting. The first thing is if you are a comfortable speaker or want to become a more comfortable speaker and you have a good story, you have a good way of kind of talking about your business and you have a call to action, you are capable of being a guest on a podcast. You want to always remember to stay relevant to their audience. You are not there to sell yourself. You are there to offer something of value to their audience that makes them look like a rock star for putting you in front of their audience. So that is the way that you want to come to this. And then you really want to think about what podcasts are appropriate to share my knowledge on. And I would caution you or encourage you to look at podcasts beyond the exact realm or marketplace that you currently are in. I say this a lot to my clients with kind of um, marketing strategies and promotion strategies in general, but oftentimes spending your time and your effort in groups that you want to be in anyway right? So if you're a runner and you are part of a running group, I want you to just make sure that over the course of conversation, people know what you do. You don't always have to be sitting in if you are a Facebook ads 
person, for instance, you don't have to be sitting around in a Facebook ads group and promoting yourself. In fact, it's probably not helpful because most of the people in there are doing that. There is a time and a place for getting colleague support and further education. But if you're trying to stand out from the crowd and be the solution, you want to be somewhere that there's not a hundred of you. Okay. So podcast guesting, if you concentrate on that, it does allow for you to create broader exposure to audiences that are not your own without being on social media. So that's the first one. Okay, the second one, and this is also fantastic. It is being a speaker. So becoming a subject matter expert and then offering your services to speak in a variety of places. So some examples of places that you might consider speaking are co-working spaces that host events, conferences, chambers of commerce, or other groups like that that are looking for subject matter experts that can come in. You can also consider something like a lunch and learn strategy where you are going to come in, you're going to pitch your services, and again, you're pitching your knowledge and how it would be valuable to their audience. So a good example of this would be if you are somebody who does something for teachers, for instance, you could sponsor and then go in and speak all about, let's say you're a financial planner, okay? You're a financial advisor and you deal with your primary clients are teachers. You could call up the school or the PTA. You could make an arrangement to come and do an educational learning seminar, Now, you, again, are not pitching. I can't encourage you enough to don't go in there and do like the ShamWow commercial. It will not work. But if you go in there and you provide real value and information that all of your potential audience could value and benefit from, that is greatly, greatly appreciated and can have massive impact for you. So that is a way to start considering when you think about in your daily life or where your potential clients are, Can you be a speaker in those areas? Can you stand up in front of a room, teach some concepts, share some knowledge, give some value, and be able to build some of your client base from there? The next one I'm going to talk about is referral partners. Now, I know that if you are in a business, service-based business, there's, you understand the concept of referrals, right? Someone sends somebody over to you because they think that that person would value from your business. That is very important. And having a strategy around maintaining that referral source and that group of people that refer to you is critical. What I want you to even more consider is referral partners. Who makes sense for your business to partner with and allow you to create reciprocal referral arrangements? So let's go back to the financial advisor example. Okay, you're a financial advisor. Who would be a reasonable person that could create for you referrals that you could also create referrals? I would suggest that somebody like a general insurance agent would be a good referral source for you, right? I'm talking to these people. They're talking about their boat insurance and their motorcycle, and they mention the fact that they need to figure out how to build more wealth. And one of the ways you can do that as a financial planner might be different insurance, but personal insurance, not general. That could be a reciprocal arrangement where 
each one of you has an opportunity to be in front of people that could be served by the other. You can share that back and forth, and that information is super valuable, as well as the fact that your clients already trust you, and if you refer them out to somebody, just like when you tell your friends about some amazing thing or a great business that you've gone to, that carries a lot of weight. So taking time and creating a strategy around referral partners and how that would look for your business can be very, very lucrative for both of you. Okay, now number four, this is my favorite, you guys, is networking. Now, you can do networking online or you can do networking in person. And of course, dependent on where we are with a COVID situation and where you live in the country, that shifts a little bit. But let's, for this discussion, assume that you are capable of going to in-person groups and participating in those networking groups. If you can learn how to network very effectively, and this never means going around a room, giving everybody your business card, taking their business card, and doing nothing with it. But I'll tell you, 95% of people who go to networking events, that is what they do. Instead, if you can create for yourself a strategy around networking. So groups that make the most sense, they've got potential clients in there or their audience is your audience. That makes a lot of sense. And you are going to these groups with the expectation that you are building personal relationships. Networking is never like a, hey, I went to a networking group and I got five new clients. That is not how it works. Because back to that age-old thing of like, know, and trust, in order for somebody to refer business to you, they need to like you, they need to trust you, and they need to feel confident that you are capable of doing the service that they're going to send somebody to you for. So if you can figure out where is a great networking group, how can you get involved in it, showing up consistently, Offering value, making sure everybody is very clear as to what you do. Networking can be an amazing place to start generating business from. You can have it work in that other networking members hire you for your services or they're referring you for your services in their daily lives. Now, the same goes for online. We are in a day and age that is so amazing and has the ability for you to go to Five networking groups a day. I don't recommend it. You will be exhausted. But let's say you decide to do that. You can go online and be talking about whatever you want in groups that show your interest, right? And you can participate in networking. And when you get people's contact information and you have made a bit of a connection over that situation, then I want you to follow up. If you want to build your business in any way, right? Using social media, or as we talked about today, the four ways that you want to not use social media, that you want to try something new, you need to get better at follow-up. The one piece of advice I would say for each one of those categories that I said is that you need to follow up. If you meet somebody at a networking event, then you need to reach back out to them and say, it was wonderful to meet you on Wednesday morning. I would love to learn more about what you do. You want to get to know people. You want to express interest in them. You want to be able to know 
who they want you to refer to them, right? It's that reciprocal nature that humans want to help humans that help them. So if you go into these environments, whether it's as a podcast guest, whether it's as a referral partner, or in speaking opportunities in various venues, all of those can generate you business. None of them will generate you business if you do not take the time to follow up, if you do not spend time on establishing relationships. Business success is built on relationship. And so the better you get at that, the more clear you are on what your strategy looks like and how do you do that and how do you maintain it consistently, which is you need to build a plan. You need to have a plan in order to make all of these pieces work together. That is absolutely critical. But I hope today you were able to just glean three of many ways you can build your business that doesn't have to be on social media and just how you might be able to incorporate that into your business growth this year. Talk to you next week. Are you ready to build your business to six figures? Then you need to book a profit assessment with me, Samantha Varner, Profit Coach of She Collective. Discover how working with me as your profit coach will change the trajectory of your business. Using my proprietary crush formula, I help you identify and renovate the areas of your business that are holding you back from creating the money you know is possible. Book your call at bit.ly backslash profit maker call and let's get started. All right, that's a wrap for this week. You know that my favorite thing to do is talk shop with driven entrepreneurs building profitable businesses, which is all of you guys. I love all of the feedback that I am getting from you and the comments. Please keep them coming. Rate or review the show in your podcast player. This allows other gritty women to find this podcast and create their best business life too. As always, come and visit me on Instagram at shecollective.biz or B-I-Z if you're in Canada. We'll talk soon.